0: Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path of his Guru Maharaji and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtan Mala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. it's more like an ability to let go.
1: Um, shall we try to meditate together a little bit? I would, I would like to lead a meditation. If you'd like to go into meditative mode. Those of you who are sitting on the mat, you know, cross-legged, etc., you're in good shape. Those of you who are sitting in a chair, you should try to cross your ankles and fold your hands in your lap and touch the tip of your thumbs if you can, although i sort of unorthodoxly like to link my fingers. I don't know why. I'm not good about that. And um, anyway, comfortable, and then tuck your chin a little and uh, shoulders a little back so you can sit still for a while without being uncomfortable. And um, now... think about your breathing put your attention in the flow of breath in the nostrils if you can your lips should be loosely closed tongue on the roof on the palate behind the teeth and breathing through the nostrils if possible and just enjoying breathing you don't have to count but just revel in the fact and feel happy at the fact that when you draw in breath, energy comes to you from the universe. And when you draw when you exhale breath, a waste product from your physical system is embraced by the universe, especially in this case, the glorious universe of plants that are there so kind to us producing the energy, oxygen that we need producing that from the sun and then taking up the carbon that we exhale and creating their own green leaf, beauty, flowers, fruits, grains, all sorts of things that we need. So the fact that you can breathe and do breathe shows that this world is there for you. And in a way you are helping this world. Normally we don't even think about it, we take it for granted. But it's a little bit of a clue of what all the great teachers of reality have taught us about the world being a good place, actually the world being a benevolent place, the world being a fitting place for us, of the of the four noble opinions or facts or truths that the Buddha taught, his basic framework at least. He also untaught them in other times, but he was never dogmatic. But in those things that he taught, the one that is real, most real, is the third one. The truth of nirvana. The other ones are less real. And so, in a way, the whole gift of India why do we all love India so much? Why do we want Ram, the divine? Rama, in the, under the name of Rama, which comes from a verb that means to play and to enjoy, actually. Rama does. Ramaniya means to enjoy something. And why do we say, J Ram, may Ram triumph, may the divine triumph? Why do we celebrate that? This is India's vision, actually, which is the vision of the goodness of the universe. India is really the Garden of Eden in ancient time, the richest, most benevolent nature in Eurasia. By far, the ancient civilizations in India were the most peaceful. Everything is relative, of course, in the relative world. But they were. And so it's natural that from India, a reassuring prayer emanates throughout history, as we know it, that the world is a beautiful thing. That the default situation, if you just let it all go, is all right you will be embraced you will be caught in nirvana you will be caught in the clear light of the void as the Buddhists call it you will be caught in the fundamental bliss energies such ananda as the Vedanta's call it being awareness and bliss and this is a hard lesson either in the eastern direction Chinese Japanese they do not have this view and in the West uh, Middle East and Europe, they also did not have this view, a very difficult one, because they, their life is more of a struggle in those less blessed areas. But India's great gift, and the people of India, the different waves of them, the melting pot that was India, all the different worldviews and, and um, languages and nations, many, many nations actually in India, not this one. But all of them have this kind of message, so this is what you are meditating, just on the basis of breathing. Uh, I can take in the ready energy that is there for me when I draw in my breath. It increases my life force. It is a life force for me outside of my skin. And my out-breathing is not giving up life force, it's cleaning out. An element that doesn't increase my life force, a kind of waste product of carbon. And but this, the plant, the, the world around me likes that. So breathing proves to me subliminally that I'm, my life is something right, something real, something worthy something desirable by the universe and the divine that i like is the divine that india attained vision of the divine is the divine that loves me so actually contrary to what we are kind of taught in our western culture that life is a struggle, a battle, that all kinds of negative things are lurking, there, waiting for us, at the macro, the micro, at all levels. The message of these divinities, of this vision of the divine, is that we are part of a field of joy, a field that's Ramaniya, to be delighted in, to be enjoyed. And when we, and our devotion, our bhakti, comes from a sense of gratitude, of feeling the grace of that. So this is the meditation. A meditation that the default, that behind the worries that nag at you that nag at us the anxieties the anticipations the, the pains that we focus on that we feel behind all of that that the depth if we could get to the depth of the reality of it all which is all enlightenment means means knowing what is real enlightenment does not mean going into some other place you know, developing some exotic, strange ability of leaving, running away to something else. Enlightenment means knowing what is real here and now, about us and about our world and about others in our world. So this is actually quite a difficult meditation. If you connect it to the mantra Shri Ram. Shri means glory. It means grace. It means glory. It means a flow of blissful energy. Golden blissful energy. Ram means enjoyment of that. So Shri Ram means glorious enjoyment. So that means... That divinity knows more reality, perhaps, than we do in our worrisome mind. And so we wish that divinity to conquer, Jai, our sort of state of worriness, our wrong, our ignorance-driven state of feeling, isolated, alienated, lost and lonely, uncared for, So much so, we maybe don't even care for ourselves. So the meditation is meditating that even if we don't feel it right away, even if we don't know it right away, even if it contradicts what we think we know, reality does care for us personally. It's in the person of Rama, Krishna, Buddha, Vishnu, Kalki, Varaha, Kurma, Dvaraka, whatever, whoever it is, many forms. So we relax into that feeling at the deepest level is goodness, truth, beauty, and the perceptions of all the difficulties, is less real than that deeper level. Even death is not to be feared. Because actually, death is the moment when we get closest to that deepest reality, actually. We don't stay there, because there is no place like that. It's just when we're most open to change, where our mind and spirit and soul has become completely free for a split second. So it doesn't connect to the meat puppet, what Baba Ram Dass calls the meat puppet. Therefore that's, we call that death, because it leaves the meat puppet. And if it knew that deep reality it would not be driven to adopt a nude peep- meat puppet, necessarily, by, without free choice. It would only adopt one out of love, because that deep reality is love. It's an infinite energy that wants anything made of it, anything in contact with it, to feel good, to be well, to feel beauty, to feel bliss. This is India's great message, actually. All of the traditions in India teach this in some way or another. (laughs) His Holiness the Dalai Lama is so honest and so beautiful. In one teaching he was doing in Delhi for many Indian devotees, he came to a place where it was scheduled, it had been requested, that he give what's called the blessing of Tara. The sort of initiation or diksha, blessing of Tara, introduction to Tara, the savioress. The messiahs and he said okay it's time to do that now and then he said except problem is i don't have any blessing of tara he says for you and there was like a feeling of sorrow at that statement but then lest it get too too deep he then said but you're the ones who have the blessing of tara the blessing of Tara is in every single one of your own hearts. You have that blessing already. So it's nice when we do it like a ceremony or like a meditation together, where you receive from a guru, teacher, the blessing of Tara. But really what it is, is it gives you this, the occasion, the excuse, to feel that blessing within yourself that is already there. So sweet, he's such a sweet being because he doesn't want to take credit. He doesn't want, he doesn't person. he doesn't want people's adulation. He's not trying to somehow possess their affection. He just wants them to find in themselves this blessed grace that we all have in our deepest hearts but we obscure it from ourselves. Our culture conditions us to do so. Our habits condition us to do so. This actually really is the goal of mindfulness, in fact. Mindfulness is not just sort of like counting your breath, or, you know, just kind of like not thinking something. Mindfulness is being aware of your deepest self what you really are you're the the blessing in your soul that is your soul the connection to the deep infinite generous gracious energy that is inexhaustibly abundant for all life for an infinite life Infinite beings, infinite life. I'm Itaius. The beauty of the bhakti tradition is, when you do this meditation, when you probe through mindful awareness in yourself, to go past a sense of anxiety, worry, pain, suffering, Something opens up when you persist. When you keep reminding yourself that I can just draw in air to to nourish my life force. It's waiting. Energy waits for me are all around me, without depriving others around me, either. And we go deeper. Then, the trick is to learn when we feel something well up within. Seeming, surprisingly, to come out of nowhere. Come out of a soul space, subtle space, meaning super subtle, continuum space. When we feel that, we are pleased, but we tend to grab at it. We want more. But strangely, when we do, that seems to cut it off. So then the bhakti thing is, instead of grabbing at it, we give it away. We give it back. We let it just flow through us. We give it back to Rama, to Krishna, to Radha, to Sita. We give it back to Hanuman. Give it back to Tara. Give it back to Avalokiteshvara. Lokeshvara. And then, when we don't, grasp at it but give it away it becomes intense and again there's the temptation to grasp at it which cuts it off so the bhakti keeps an orientation of entering the flow a sense of flow of grace even though grace has already flown <laughs> but doesn't matter we add our little bit by opening. And in a little while, I will tell you about from the Burhad Aranyaka Upanishad, the meaning of the syllable da but let's finish the meditation. Okay, I think we can close the meditation. Now. Ding. <laughs> I don't have a bell. Ding. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> what do you think? think? What do you think, Emma? All right. What's that? Huh? I can't hear you. Okay. Oh, good. Tara mantra, yes. Tara mantra. If you go, if you go in, uh, in the Patna Museum or the Calcutta Museum or in the old days all over North India, the Delhi Museum, you will find these uh, black uh, basalt statues with the Tara. In the middle, same tower on the wall in the dining hall there, the one with one foot down, one foot cross-legged on her left leg, cross-legged under her thigh, but her right foot is down on a lotus in front of her, which symbolizes that she's about to get up. And then around her on the, on the stele, the black basalt stele, that you'll find hundreds of them, now there might have been thousands in ancient time, there are eight scenes and the eight scenes are like wild elephants attacking someone, tigers attacking, lions attacking, thieves attacking, uh, floods attacking, forest fires attacking, uh, and a king, a bad king, like or a bad president attacking, <laughs> putting you in jail for unjustly, you know. So there's this called the eight dangers. And they say, you on Antara to quickly, she saves you from those eight dangers, the external ones. And those also symbolize internally, you know, the elephants are an attack of delusion, and the tigers are an attack of hatred, and the, and the poisonous snakes are an attack of jealousy, and so on. So there are, there are eight mental, uh, you know, addiction, addictive emotions that tend to disturb our peace of mind. And she will also save from those. So internal and external. And we'll talk about that more in detail. But it was just all over North India. And, you know, Buddhist, Hindu, who cares? You know, it's like irrelevant. Tara, you call on Tara. Tara is just calling on her. Tara means savioress, female. And tutare means uh, super Tara. And Ture means quickly. Come here quickly. And Swaha means, you know, welcome or hail or so be it or whatever, you know make it happen like they say in star trek you know make it so so then they say you just say that with deep faith and um, and uh, lions will you can pet the lions and the tigers the elephants will quiet down the thieves will leave you alone etc they claim and i i know some stories about getting out of prison actually and so on i will tell you later okay okay guruji care take it away Om tare tutare ture swaha Om tare tutare ture swaha
0: Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com k-r-i-s-h-n-a-d-a-s dot com We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org k-i-r-t-a-n w-a-l-l-a-h- foundation.org Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba Love everyone serve everyone remember God Ram Ram